1: Welcome everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Honored to be connecting in with you here on The Author's Journey where we talk to amazing best-selling authors. They pull back the curtain and they really share what the journey has been like for them, what they have learned, what has surprised them, some of their hot tips to support you in bringing your book forward and really sharing with us what is it like to Bring your book forward, bring it from the someday to today to really bring it forward to touch and impact people's lives powerfully and purposely and have your book held and received. What is all of that like? So I'm just thrilled and honored to introduce our first amazing guest today that is um, going to be joining us, going to be sharing. I keep saying first, but she is our first and our guest (laughs) for today. I'm excited to have the full show dedicated to our conversation so that we can really go deep and share what it's like to bring a book forward. What is it like to touch people's lives in that powerful way? And I want you to be able to get the most out of our time together today, and so the best way to do that is to make sure that you're choosing to be fully present. It's so easy to be present kind of partway or in body or kind of listening, and instead I want to encourage you to be fully present, really open to receive everything that is here for you today. Because there is something powerful here for you by the very nature that you are tuning in. I know there is something just for you. So let's take a breath. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Breathing in all that serves. Releasing all that has served and is no longer needed. Breathing in. In this beautiful breath, as we're breathing, we can choose to be mindfully, purposely, fully present mind, body, soul, and spirit, open and ready to receive everything that is here for you today. Beautiful. And let's take a moment as you're breathing and slowing down a little bit, being still, to just feel in and see. What is it you need today? What is it that will encourage you, support you, uplift you? What do you need today to help you bring forward those things that matter most to you? And just take a moment and feel it. Beautiful. Let's take another breath as you receive that information come back into the room fully present and I encourage you to grab a notepad if you haven't already somewhere that you can capture your thoughts and ideas and aha moments as they come in so that you can write down that that thought that moment that aha that idea that is supportive of you, that message is just for you. And sometimes it'll be from our conversation. Sometimes it'll be because you're slowing down a little bit to listen and receive and that wisdom and insight will be shared with you. And I want you to capture it. So make sure to have your pen and paper ready, be able to write down any of those ideas or aha moments that are shared with you. And I know our amazing guest is going to inspire you, uplift you, encourage you, and will have some great wisdom to share as well. So I want you to have that paper and a pen or a pencil ready so you can capture all of this powerful information to support you on your journey. And with that, it's my privilege and my honor to introduce our amazing guest, Leslie Zan. She has risen from the ashes of loss, abuse, betrayal, and illness to becoming a successful entrepreneur. She has helped thousands step into their full potential, really tapping into that courage to create unlimited potential. She has become a number one International bestselling author, and she is on a mission to help you tap into your unlimited potential. Please lean in and (laughs) route. I got so excited there, Leslie. So, together, let's lean in and warmly welcome our amazing Leslie Zan to the show. Welcome. (laughs)
2: Good morning, Rebecca. Glad to be here with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got all tongue-tied. It's rare that happens, so I'm super excited.
2: <laughs> but the and- eagle made it even better. <laughs> oh, see,
1: see, it all it all flows together. So, uh welcome, welcome. I'm just thrilled to have you joining us today. Honored to have you on the show. I know you just recently released your book and it's such a busy time with all of the connecting, all the follow-up that happens around that and I'm just honored that you're carving out some time for us to have this conversation while everything is so fresh with your book launch and your book release. So, welcome to our show. Thank Thank you for being here.
2: My pleasure. I think the timing is actually just perfect. Who else? It makes Ah. the most sense with all the support from you that I spend this time with you today.
1: Well, I am honored and thrilled, and I wanted to to start our conversation with why. Why is this work of helping people find that courage, helping them step into their unlimited potential and achieve amazing things? Why is that personally so important to you?
2: Well, as you mentioned in the introduction, I've gone through a lot of stuff in my life, and... As each obstacle was overcome, the lessons became more and more important to not only learn, but to incorporate the next time an obstacle presented itself, which as we all know, they they will do.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
2: I began sharing these lessons that I learned and the response. But from the audience, the response in the letters, um, I just knew I was tapping into a chord, this, this whole topic of finding your courage and, and learning to move through obstacles and knowing the role it was playing in my life and then seeing and hearing the role it was playing in other people's lives. I just felt called to put it into a book. It was just mm-hmm. one of those things. It just had to happen. It just had to happen.
1: I I love that. I love your your willingness to tap into that and seeing the response and that you were willing to bring a book forward to support people in that way. Because a book is um it's an undertaking
2: <laughs> to to create, to write. <laughs> and, it
1: and was it, an
2: undertaking, but a labor mm-hmm. of love for sure.
1: Absolutely, and I'm curious, so as you're sharing, as you're speaking, and as you're getting this response, and you know that you're you're tapping into this cord, this need, and felt this pull and this call to um, bring this information forward, bring this support forward in a book format, I'm curious, what helped you go from someday I'm going to do that, yes, that's a need, to actually doing it and bringing it forward?
2: Well... You know, Rebecca, there, I was born with a couple of things. I was born with discipline and mm. I was born with organization. I, those are just, I, I don't have everything, but those two things I've always had in abundance. And once I make up my mind, I move forward. And so once I decided to write the book, um, I did a couple of things, and it's so interesting. I was just talking to a group of um, leaders this morning about some lessons that I learned from writing the book, and the first one was I had to decide, right? I made that decision. I'm going to write this book, and then I had to commit, and what did that mean? I had to commit to see it through, knowing there would be ups and downs. Number three, I had to... Harness that discipline that I have and be disciplined, get up at four, write for a couple hours, and then have my regular long eight to 10, 12 hour day. I also learned to surround myself with really smart people. So I wasn't, I I wanted to make as few errors as possible. Um, So I surrounded myself with terrific people. Um, I made a commitment, I posted in my office I will not quit until it is done. And I stared mm-hmm. at it every day. I will not quit until it was done. And the last lesson was I was going to pr- pursue it with joy, mm-hmm. meaning I didn't come into my office at 4 o'clock in the middle of the night every morning thinking, oh, my Gosh, I've got to write again. I started to play a game, actually. I would stand in my living room before I came into my office, and I would throw my arms up. And this is at 4 a.m. I would throw Mm -hmm. my arms up, and I would say, who knows what amazing stuff is going to come out of my head today. And I really shifted my energy so that when I walked into my office to sit down to write, it was a joyful experience.
1: Ah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. I love how you chose to harness your superpowers <laughs> and to do it in in such a, a positive, powerful way that you deliberately were choosing your mindset. You were choosing. It wasn't like this, I have to heavy thing. It was, you know, what, what am I going to create? What's going to come forward? I love that. And that's how you started each day as you were bringing it forward, that you made that commitment, that you took those steps Every single day. That's just so beautiful, so powerful. We are getting ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I want you to think about what Leslie has shared already about harnessing her superpowers, about really building that discipline and mindset. And choosing it to be a positive, joyful experience of bringing her book forward, bringing the content forward. I think those are really good things to think about during this next commercial break and see how you might be able to incorporate, bring in some of those things into your life as you're looking to bring your book forward. And we'll continue our conversation in just a moment. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that time, that opportunity to really think about what patterns are you putting into place? What is your mindset uh, around writing? What discipline are you building in? How, how can you harness some of your superpowers to support you to bring your book forward, to bring your message forward? Because I believe it's actually a calling when you have that placed on your heart, when you see that response to the information and people are saying you should write a book and you're feeling that pull in your heart and you're thinking, I should, I want to share that information. It's so important. We honor that. and We find a way to bring it forward because that's a calling. That means people need your information the way you share it in your voice. They need it brought forward and they're waiting for it. So, being willing to help birth it, being willing to bring it forward is so important to the impact that we're called to have, to the lives that we are meant to touch. So, I just honor and celebrate. Leslie, I love how you started. I could just visualize that each day, 4 a.m. <laughs> what amazing things are going to come out of me today, out of my mind that I get to capture and share and, and bring forward. And you did this for a period of time, right? Because it takes time to write a book. How how long did you do this to bring your book forward?
2: Well, it was the, it was the literal birthing a baby. It took nine months. Nine Mm -hmm. months to write the book. And um, something you said earlier, I I wrote a a note that I want to share. So, yes, it took nine months. And, yes, I was very committed. But I'm very – words matter. And not just because I write. but Words matter matter in our heads, what we say to ourselves, what we say out loud. And so I made sure to say that I am choosing – write this book. I don't need to write today. I don't need to write this book. I choose to write today. I choose to write this book. I have learned that the difference between need and choose is so energetically powerful. And people um, use this or, or can, can access this in all areas of your life. I don't need to lose five pounds. I choose to lose five pounds. I don't need to go for a run. I choose to go for a run. I don't need to write I choose to write, and it changes everything and it goes from being a uh, an obligation to an action of joy and choice mm. really helped me a lot
1: so Powerful. I love that. And empowering, but paying attention how we're saying it, how we're saying it to ourselves, how we're saying it to others. And very few of us really like to have to do something. (laughs) does not Mm -hmm. feel good. But choosing to do it is much more empowering, much more uplifting. And it makes me feel really good and supported that you cared enough about your book to get up at 4 a.m. every day for nine months (laughs) and start your day that way. Like, I'm excited to see what unfolds and what you share from coming from that place to serve and to write and to create. I just think it's so, so powerful. And I'd, I'd love for you to share just a little bit about your book. We've, we've been talking about the journey of bringing it forward, but I'd love for you to share the full title and why that title mattered to you, why it was important to you, and what you have found people have gotten out of your book, kind of what the original vision was, and what have people gotten out of your book so far?
2: Yeah, it's been so humbling and so glorious. Uh, The title of the book is Outrageous Achievement. Mm -hmm. And that has been my brand since I began my business, um, my consulting business eight years ago. So it just had to be the title of the book. The subtitle is Tapping Into Your Limitless Potential to Create the Life You've Always Wanted. And that Mm -hmm. really is everything my teaching is all about. I feel that too many people are unrealized potential. They have not tapped into their full potential, and they are not living the life they've always wanted. And there's a variety of reasons why that happens to so many of us. And that's what I try to address in the book. I open the book with what I believe is the number one reason why we're not living the lives we want, fear. So chapter mm. one is all about Fears, and I talk about the five universal fears of rejection, failure, success, judgment, change. So I try to set the foundation that we all have fears, but we've made them up. And the Mm. fact that it's it's not that they're not real, but we've made them up. So if we've made them up, it should be liberating to know that we can unmake them up. And this, I hope, just sets people free to look at things a little differently. So I start with fear, I move them through settling, I have a whole chapter on settling, which I could do a whole book on settling, all the different ways we settle in our lives. We settle with poor health, we settle in bad relationships, we settle in careers we don't like, we settle, we're not writing that book, we've said we've been wanting to write for so many years. And we settle for a variety of reasons, but I believe the number one reason we settle is lack of awareness. We just Mm -hmm. don't realize we're settling. We're unhappy. We're dissatisfied. We're disappointed. We're frustrated. But things aren't bad enough. Or conversely, they're good enough. And so people settle. And they stay stuck. And they stay paralyzed. And they don't move forward. Mm -hmm. And it's just been something that when I realized the times in my life where I settled... I mean, it was a negative major impact every single time. And so I really mm. learned to consciously address and ask myself, am I settling with this? And really, if, when you discover you are settling, you've got two choices. Maybe it's okay. Fine. Cool. Your life. But if once you realize you're settling, you're not satisfied and there are different things you want in your life, other places you want to go, things you want to accomplish, people who you want to meet, people you want to attract, jobs you want to have, books you want to write. Well then, as Jim Rohn always said, for things to change, you have to change. Mm-hmm. So I Beautiful. set the foundation in the book through fears and settling and then move them through concepts and activities and exercises and storytelling to help them move in that direction, out of fear, out of settling, into their true potential.
1: Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And I love that you start right with fear because that's that is a thing that just um, can stop. So many of us right in our tracks. I love that you address that kind of right from the beginning, <laughs> really helping people yeah. um, through that and um, be able to move forward and step into their outrageous achievement and their limitless potential. I just um, love how you support people in that, your passion behind it, and then the steps that they can take to be able to do that. And I'd love for you to, to share, was there something as you were bringing this book forward that surprised you on the journey? Now,
2: I would say more than a surprise, I would say a confirmation As I went through this whole experience, it really strengthened my belief that any journey I'm going to go on, any, any task I choose to take on, any goal I want to achieve, or, you know, any project I want to tackle, anything, you know, something as big as bringing this book to life, it really confirmed the importance of embracing what I call high intention and low attachment. Mm. I had high intention mm-hmm. to write the best book I could. High intention to to give it my all, bring my best, have, have words of value that would truly make an impact on every person who read the book. So I had a very high intention to do my best. And at the same time, I kept a very low attachment, meaning whatever happened to the book, it wasn't going to redefine me. Whatever Mm -hmm. happens with the book, uh, I'm still, (laughs) I tease to the audience, I'm still marvelous, right? I'm still (laughs) me. Mm -hmm. I'm still Mm -hmm. Leslie. And so having that detachment from ego, allowed me to be more vulnerable, allowed me to be more transparent, allowed me to be more creative, allowed me to um, really ensure that my authentic voice came through on every single page.
1: Beautiful. I love that. Such great um, insight. And a powerful way to be able to bring your book forward and to serve and to have that level of high intention. But um, knowing that you are still the marvelous Leslie, regardless (laughs) (laughs) of of how it's heard and received, you're able to go and share uh, more powerfully. I just, I think that's so powerful and really great um, for our listeners to reflect on because sometimes we get attached and, and um, we get a little bit too afraid of how what people are going to think or how they're going to receive or that somehow changes who we are. So I love that you were so clear on that and, and knew. And when you brought your book forward, it was powerfully received right from, from the get-go. You, know, you were getting comments and feedback from people. Do you want to share a little bit of what that was like?
2: Oh, my gosh. It has been – like I um, – I'm standing. I was going to say I sit before you, but I'm standing before you. um, Via technology, full of gratitude, full of humility. I mean, the response has brought me to tears many times since we initially launched. Um, And the new audiences uh, that are reaching out to me. In fact, I was just invited to speak at an organization in Toronto that Um, Educate how to decrease harassment in the workplace, which I Mm. think is such an important topic, Um, Mm. one of the reasons why I'm an entrepreneur and don't work in the workplace anymore. Um, I also received an invitation from a huge nationally known insurance company to talk to them. Um, Mm. And then a woman's organization who I've been very active in, they heard about the book and wanted to talk to me about speaking at an upcoming event that they're having. And then my good friend, who's one of the top realtors in the city, she shared the book. And now one of the largest real estate companies are talking to me about speaking to their agents. And this all happened so fast, and yet is confirmation that the the content, the topic is timely. I mean, I'm getting notes via email, text, PM, Instagram, every single day with with readers telling me, I learned this, or I experienced this, or I, I, I read this and took action here, and I never thought about this, and you have me looking at my life in a different way. I mean, just, and that, Rebecca, is the whole purpose of Mm -hmm. putting our thoughts into a book, at least for me, I won't speak for anyone else. That was my whole purpose for putting my thoughts into a book. And yet being someone who's been a speaker for many, many years, and especially with today's technology, a receiver of lots of love and support from my community and the audience, uh, another lesson that's come from this especially through all the celebration now and the increased interest is I make sure to filter all this love and attention through what I call my gratitude filter and not my ego filter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. really, it's really important for me to stay humble and grateful, and I believe that, definitely playing a role in the success and the support and referrals and the interest in the book.
1: Mm, Well, congratulations. I mean, I'm just, I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad that it is already reaching so many people and opening up doors to impact even more with your message, with your um, support, with your insight. I mean, that's so exciting to see. I love that. I celebrate it. And I love that you have leaned in fully to share, to touch people's lives, to be open to that, to use it as an opportunity to speak and um share with even more people. So that's that's just very exciting to see. And um with with this, I, I just I have a few questions that are swirling through my mind here. So mm-hmm. when you Chose to release your book. You chose to launch your book. So to do a special focus campaign to increase visibility, to really target, target um, activity taking place on Amazon and in the system so that it could become a best-selling book, so that it could reach more people, so that it could um, open doors and increase your reach and your influence. So you made that choice to um, take those steps to do that. And and I know you chose to do it on your birthday, which made it even more special (laughs) to do the launch. And as you were doing this launch and you're um, celebrating on your birthday and you're sharing that with everyone who's following the campaign and following the book. Is there just a, a favorite moment? Is there something that surprised you in that? Just something that comes to your heart that you want to share? What that was like to really step into that place and um, share publicly the, the launch of your book in such a big way?
2: Well, as you said, we we decided to launch on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And so... To be able to authentically say all I want for my birthday is for y'all to take a peek at the book. Right? For you to go and and experience my labor of love. And I would say the biggest or a memorable moment in that day really <laughs> it was really the excitement the excitement from my mother. Aww. <laughs> like I got a lot of I had a lot of, you know, marvelous interactions throughout the day with, you know, clients and friends and the community. and It was all very exciting. But if I had to pick the moment of the day when we knew it was, oh, I'm going to just cry, when we knew it was the number one um, bestseller, the enthusiasm of my mother, the pride and enthusiasm from mom. My mom is my best friend. I haven't seen her all year because of COVID. We used to get together every quarter. I'd bring her out here and we'd have Mother's Weekend. I mean, every day is Mother's Day. And we would have Mother's Weekend and just celebrate our special friendship. And to not have seen her in person for a year, I'm very much missing her. So sharing the day, sharing the success, sharing that moment when we knew it was a number one international bestseller, the very first person, of course, who I called was my mom. And to giggle with her and to laugh with her and to experience it with her was my favorite moment of the day, for sure.
0: Mm.
1: I love that I can hear the joy in your in your voice as you're sharing that and getting to have that special moment with her on your birthday <laughs> as you're celebrating <laughs> this exciting news. Uh, it's really, really special, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. And we, again, celebrate your book becoming a number one international best-selling book. I know it hit best-selling status in three countries, 32 categories, just a, a testament to how many people are leaning in to receive your book, your information to really support them on their journey. And I'm so pleased and happy for you. And I'd love for you you. to absolutely, Um, we've been talking about your book and and sharing about it. And I wanted to give people a little bit of a taste. If you're open to that, do you mind just doing a a quick reading or share so people can get a little bit of a taste?
2: I would love to. In fact, I have the perfect passage based on what we're talking about today. So this comes from a segment called Just One Tiny Spark.
0: Mm. And
2: here's what I wrote. You probably heard the adage. or Excuse me, let me start at the top here. Stop and think for a moment. Do you have an impassioned idea that you just can't shake? So this is for your audience, Rebecca, of all those People who want to write a book. Stop and think for a moment. Do you have an impassioned idea that you just can't shake? I want you to capture it, research it, and follow the instinct that awoke something in your soul. If something is calling you, be curious and discover the possibilities. Read a book, watch a YouTube video, take a class, find an expert. This is a proactive process. Give yourself permission to embrace the idea and explore it. We all have interests and activities that light us up, that we wish we were experiencing more often, and yet we don't make them a priority. One tiny spark could lead you to a new and more fulfilling life. And when when you choose to pursue and live your passion, that's when you will be the happiest you can possibly be because the positive energy it creates transfers to all areas of your life. And at the end of life, people don't regret that they didn't work enough. They regret that they didn't live enough. And by prioritizing your passions, by following your dreams, you make a commitment to live your best life.
0: Mm.
1: Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Absolutely. We are getting ready to go to our next commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I want you to really think about um, how this passage has spoken to your heart and to your spirit. And we'll look forward to continuing our conversation in just a moment. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that moment to really feel into that beautiful passage that Leslie shared with us and took some time to just really digest it and process it. I think that's um, so important to do. is giving yourself a moment to really hear, feel, experience something on a cellular level so it can start to become part of who you are. And I was talking with Leslie behind the scenes and wanted to know what advice that she had for our listeners today to help them move into their limitless potential, into their outrageous achievement. How can we live a life of outrageous achievement? And she generously (laughs) said she would share. So, What tip and advice can you give us on this journey?
2: And it it just comes to mind for me so easily, Rebecca, and that's to lead with gratitude. Just to lead with gratitude in your life. Too often we focus on what we don't have or what's lacking in our life. Where my recommendation is, and what's proven to be, supportive in my life every single day is I focus on all the things that are working in my life. And that allows me to stay open, more tolerant, more humble, more generous, more creative. And so I'll give the audience just a little exercise that works for me. I do a gratitude list every day in a variety of ways. First thing every morning before I get out of bed, I get called comfortable, usually my cat laying on my tummy, so I knock her off so I can breathe a little better and <laughs> breathe a little bit, and I just run through a gratitude list What are the first five or ten things that I'm grateful for, first thing in the morning, so I'm grateful that I woke up, and I'm grateful that it's a beautiful day, and I'm grateful that I have Callie, who's my little cat, or I'm grateful about something that I'm doing at work that day, or it's just, you know, grateful that mom's help, happy and healthy. Just run through a gratitude list. And then when my feet hit the ground, this is on advice of a of, of a woman I highly respect. The minute my feet hit the ground, I get this thought of being grounded, mm. right? And then as I stand up, grounded, <laughs> I say out loud, something magical is going to happen today. I I say this every day. I mean, it's just my way to start the day. Something magical is going to happen today. And it all starts with that early morning in bed, thoughts on gratitude. And then for those of you listening, if you want to start doing some journaling around gratitude, if you just made a list. Just make a simple list of the things you're grateful for. Even five things. What are you grateful for right now? Let's shift the focus to what isn't working, especially in today's world with the pandemic and the social unrest and the political unrest. I and mean, we all have things going on in our lives. We've all been impacted in some way. Heck, I started last year with a full calendar of speaking engagements that were all canceled, right, and had to pivot and, and help some of them turn them into virtual events and pivot my entire career. Like we all have things, we're all different people based on what's going on in the world right now, and yet the one steady, the one never-ending, the one light that we can keep lit is our feelings of gratitude. And so five mm-hmm. or more things in your life that are working, and then take it one step further and make a list of five future wants, future desires, things that haven't happened yet, that haven't come to fruition yet, and start manifesting that book that you haven't written yet, completed and launching successfully as a number one international bestseller, or perhaps it's that you're at the fitness level that you desire, or in the loving relationship that you're craving, by more future wants or desires, Gratitude shifts everything. When you lead with gratitude Mm -hmm. and focus what is working in your life, you take charge of your thoughts. Rebecca, I'm absolutely convinced that when you take charge of your thoughts and when you are leading with gratitude, you are empowered to take action and design the life that you are truly dreaming of.
1: Mm, I love it. Absolutely. Um, and I love that practice of when you hit the floor, <laughs> how, how you start even before you get out of bed, listing those those five things that you're grateful for, and then um, stepping forward, being grounded, and looking forward to something magical happening today and claiming that, and then that extra stretch activity. So, so beautiful. Um, I wanted to make sure you, we had time for you to share a couple things. So one, For those who are leaning in and want to make sure they get a copy of your book, what's the best way for them to do
2: that? They go right to Amazon, and there it is, Uh, Outrageous Achievement by Leslie Zann, Z-A-N-N, and it is there waiting for you. Perfect. Perfect. And then secondly,
1: we've talked about how you have um, impacted so many people and you've leaned in and you're a powerful speaker. And I thought it would be great if you could just take a moment and share for those who don't know you. What do you do? (laughs) Who do you work with? How would somebody know to lean in for a conversation? Yep.
2: So I know we've been celebrating the book, but as a profession, I'm a professional speaker. In -hmm. fact, I've earned the um, CSP, the Certified Speaking Professional designation from the National Speakers Association, and less than 17% of all their members earn this honor. So I Mm -hmm. am a professional speaker by trade. Um, I also am a business consultant um, most specifically, Rebecca, the companies with large sales forces. Um, mm-hmm. I teach a combination of both the skill set and the mindset, which is highly unusual these days. Usually people are very specialized. So they're either going in with very much skill set and are very much mindset. I believe the two are intertwined. I believe that without the mindset, the skill set will never bear the fruit. And so, mm-hmm. and I also um, tailor all my presentations specifically to the company. So when I take the stage or when I take the Zoom, I am talking in their language. Again, that's rather unique than just delivering a generic presentation. So I am a professional speaker by trade. Absolutely love, love, love what I do. It doesn't feel like work. You know that old adage that... You know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So um just feel very grateful. And, and since the onset of COVID has not skipped a beat, we just moved everything to Zoom. I've done a lot of extra training and educating myself mm-hmm. to make sure that my Zoom presentations are just as engaging as live presentations. So for people who, you know, have a sales force, um looking for that sort of success, I guess I could sum it up by saying that what my project manager says, what Kathy says about me, she says, I have the ability to get people to believe they can do what they don't believe they can do, Mm. (laughs) which is too long to ever turn into a tagline, but it's pretty powerful when it happens in, in, in real time.
1: Beautiful. I love it. Thank you for taking a moment to share for, for those who don't know you yet. And what is the best way for them to connect with you, follow you? What's the best way for them to do that, to go deeper?
2: Yep, they can follow me on Instagram. In fact, we're getting ready very soon to start some special contest going on Instagram, and I'm going to be starting a new Instagram live interview show where I'm going to be talking with special guests about how to overcome adversity, different ways of overcoming adversity. Um, I also have my website, lesliezan.com. And uh, those are primarily the best ways to get a hold of me, or they can always email me at leslie at LeslieZan.com if they want to reach out
1: Perfect, perfect, thank you I appreciate that and I just so appreciate you spending some time with us today, sharing inspiring and sharing some of your journey of what it's been like to to bring your book forward and have it so powerfully received, I very much appreciate it and celebrate with you, your um, birthday success
2: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. I want to wish all your listeners, wherever they are in the process, whether their book is still a dream or whether their book is a series of paragraphs or an outline or whether they're full-on into it or com- completed it, I just want to wish everybody on that journey great success, confidence, and joy in the experience and know that when they do launch, it will be a wild success. Because as you say, Rebecca, and when we're called to bring it forward, it is a gift for the world and our gifts must manifest. So I'm going to say a little prayer of success for everybody listening today on the same journey.
1: Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. I hope this show has been, this episode has been supportive of you on your journey and really bringing your book forward, bringing your message forward, being willing to lean in and say yes and honor that call to share the transformational information, insight and wisdom that you have that the world needs. So as you go back out into the world, I encourage you to take a step, apply at least one thing that was shared with you today to bring your message forward. Have a beautiful week, everyone. We'll talk to you next time.
0: Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of the Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward.